Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. It's Friday, and we are live. We are really live this time. I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm back. I just spent uh, an entire week in England with Nurse Chick. We uh, we stayed for the, the first few days up in Northampton uh, at 3% Brother uh, Professor Sanderson's house. And uh, you guys might know professor sanderson if you guys are watching and you guys are in the three percent brotherhood you guys know who professor sanderson is if you guys have been tuned into the podcast for you know years he's been on the podcast a couple of times uh he he uh brother luke and i did a whole episode on frame i think last year that was a pretty popular episode it was definitely really popular in the group we had a discussion on frame. Uh, but I, so, yeah, I spent I spent a good portion of the time up up in Northampton at his house. And then uh, one day I went down to Stroud. Uh, Nurse Chick and I did a road trip down to Stroud to hang out in Brother Luke's neck of the woods. So Luke's in, in the funny thing is like Luke's house was built in like 1750. Dude, dude lives in a in a in a in a pre-revolutionary war house there in in uh in stroud and stroud is a man what a beautiful little little cottage town you know little (laughs) little little country pumpkin town out there in the middle of nowhere with just so much rich history everything is old out there we stayed in an inn that was probably built in the 1700s too it's crazy like just everything is old as, as hell out there uh and then we spent the last night there in england in london I uh, had beers and burgers with the legendary Troy Francis. Uh, we met at the 10 Bells. <clears throat> oh, you know what? Oh, no. I had I had all these tabs open, and I think my, my laptop. <laughs> I think my laptop freaking rebooted last night. Oh, God. Hold on. We got we to gotta get situated here, guys. We're live right now, and now I got to get all my shit together here. Hold on. Hold on one minute. Hold on, Instagram Live. What a like Paul, I thought you were a professional. I was. I had this all laid out like last night. And uh and then it's all gone. I had so many tabs open. <laughs> you guys ever have tabs open and then your computer like reboots or something? That is so frustrating. Okay. This was me. This is me. Oh, for fuck's sakes. We might not be able to see like any of this stuff. Hold on. What is going on here? Guys, I apologize about this. This is not meant to happen here. Continue. This was me. For fuck's sakes. Come on. And I'm cussing here, so of course we're getting uh, demonetized (laughs) as we go along. All right. Come on. Come on. And then, of course, Facebook makes me have two-factor authentication. That's just not working right now. How can I do this? How can I do this? Because I wanted to. Is this live still going? Here we go. 
probably because I'm live on Instagram right now. Let's see how we can we can make this work. How can we make this work? I'm just going to pull up random pictures here. <laughs> uh, you guys saw the thumbnail, right? You guys saw the thumbnail. Um, that was one thing I wanted to show you guys. That was that's a picture from Castle Warwick. It's pronounced Warwick. Um, but let me let me bring this up here. We want to go to Troy Francis's channel. We'll start here. I wanted to show you guys this video. He and I he did this this impromptu video like last minute. And I wanted to share it with you guys. So let me present this. Let me do this. Okay, yeah, this is what we want. Share screen. I know it's like you guys are like, Paul, get your Paul, get your shit together. I know, I know. Should have. Let's see here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Jesus Christ. Okay. Why is this so difficult for me today? Okay. This is what I want to show you guys. This is from uh, Troy Francis' channel. So we met up. We met up at the Ten Bells. Ten Bells is a is a pub on the east side of London that was made famous by Jack the Ripper, right? Jack the Ripper. And so, uh, so I was coordinating with Troy. I was like, he's like, yeah, yeah, let's meet up on Tuesday night. I was like, perfect. Meet me at the Ten Bells. So we actually met up there, and we had some we had some beers. We had some uh, we had some burgers. And uh, check this out. I just wanted to show you this first part here. All right. Well, here we are in London town, and I'm joined by Paul of the Come On Man podcast. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good meeting up with you here at the the Ten Bells. The Ten Bell Ends. Yeah. This is a, a Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper killed a, killed a woman here. Before Fresh and Fit, before <laughs> before Kevin Samuels, Jack the Ripper was holding women accountable. Anyway, so Jack. <laughs> all right that's what i wanted to show you there all right yeah jack the ripper was holding whamman accountable back in the eight, 1888 but there's just lots of old stuff there you know what i mean here you guys can watch the full video of that i'll drop it in the chat here oh yeah so we I, so i met up with uh with troy there uh the last night uh hung out with him we shot that little thing um, before we get too far ahead, I'm going to be sprinkling this in. I'm going to be trying to do this better going forward. I know I didn't quite do it very well on Wednesday's episode. But uh, be sure to like, subscribe, guys. Hit those notifications if you haven't done so already. And drop a comment. If you guys are watching the replay, drop a comment below. If you guys are watching live right now, sound off in the live chat. We have, speaking of live chats, we have a super chat already, which is good because I'm demonetized because... Uh, this whole episode's like screwed up now, but here we go. Here we go. You get this one. You get this one. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy definitely fucks. We're, we're already screwed up. I, I, I immediately started opening my sailor mouth. So <laughs> do they smoke crack at that pub? I, I didn't say anybody, but you know what? Nurse Chick and I, after we left, we went to another pub. Uh, you know, Troy went. Troy went home. I think uh, Nurse Chick and I went to another pub down the street. That was pretty cool. And then we went back to go get in the uh, to the train station to get in the tube. 
And there was like three crack addicts there. They were like talking us up and stuff. And nurse chick was like, what the hell is going on? Those guys were, those guys were pretty creepy as hell, but uh, I didn't actually see anybody smoking crack. So I don't know. Probably. Oh yeah. Let's see here. People walking along the roadside with less than a few feet and a stone fence inches from the other lane. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Dude. Yes. Yes, scariest driving for sure. I did a I did a video about this. My first couple of days was probably the, the worst, you know, just because I wasn't used to it. But uh and it and it's it's not even driving so much on the on the the opposite side of the car and the opposite side of the road. The problem is that everything is narrow there. Like all the roads are made for horses and buggies out there. You know what I mean? And and uh, all of our roads are wide as hell. I was driving home in my truck. My truck after I dropped Nurse Chick off or, or at her house, got in my truck and drove home. I'm just, I was just like, there's a good like two feet on the other side of of my truck, and uh, and all the other cars in front of me. There's like two feet of space in the lane. In, in England, you are you are line to line, and they have it just wide enough for you. I don't even know how they drive like the big semi trucks there. They call them lorries, but the, the big semi trucks. I don't know how those guys get around. Like it's, it's unbelievable there, but yeah, yeah. Let's see where are we at here with that hide that. Okay. Let's try to get through this. So I got the idea for the stream after I got home. I'll explain that in a bit, but I wanted to show some pics from the trip. So nurse chick and I, we went and saw a whole bunch of stuff. Let me just try to pull some of this stuff up here on Google images. I think that'll be the easiest way to do it. Just because I, I had it all I had it all up and now I can't I can't get into Facebook because of two-factor authentication and I think it won't let me do two-factor authentication because I'm doing a live stream on, on <laughs> Instagram right now. So we'll just go to we'll just do this from images.google.com. Let's see here. So we saw uh Nottingham Castle, right? Let me at least let's pull this up here. Castle of Nottingham. Here's the front gates to that. Let me pull this. Oh, man, this is not going to be easy. Open the image in a new tab here. There we go. Let's try to share this. Share this screen. And, uh, yeah, here we go. God bless. Let's, we can't see that. We saw Nottingham Castle, right? So this is the front gates of the castle. You see these walls here on the left? Like that's a part of like the original walls and stuff like that. These castles, they told us these castles, right? Um, there, there was about 700 of them built. Uh, back in 1066, a guy named William the Conqueror came in from, from uh, France and, and took over the whole area. And then was like, man, this is really easy. This is really easy to take over this whole country. I should build some forts here to make sure I could keep it. And so he strategically placed castles all over England to, to sort of, you know, do a show of force uh, for the, for the locals there, keep the locals in line and also to make sure to keep, you know, whatever he, he took. And, um, and the original buildings were built with wood. They were like wood forts. And then a couple, you know, a little while later in like the 1100s, 1200s, 1300s, they came back around and redid them all with like brick and mortar. Right. So some of that, a lot of that stuff, I think they said um, there's about 90 castles that are still around. Right now, Nottingham was interesting because they have some of this old stuff out here still, 
you know, from from back in the the Robin Hood days, uh, which was about you know eleven hundred something, and uh, but <clears throat> some of it was taken down because, like in the sixteen hundreds, uh, some some head honcho decided that he wanted to to dismantle the castle brick by brick, and then like ten years later they built a new palace there. So there's a palace there, but it's not the original one, you know. But still. That was that's still from the 1600s, still older than hell. You know what I mean? And it's still standing. It's still like the craftsmanship that th that these guys did was amazing. It's still there, right? We uh, what else did we see? We saw uh, we saw Castle Ashby. So we'll stop stop sharing this one. Uh, let's see here. This is this is gonna be a pain today, man. I had all these open. This was gonna be so smooth. Let's see here. We saw Castle Ashby. Um. That was built in the 1500s. Let me see if I could pull this one up here. Open image in a new tab. Of course, I'm going to present this file. Come on, StreamYard. There we go. And let's zoom in on this one. This is Castle Ashby. Let's move this back here. There we go. Castle Ashby. That place was cool. You couldn't actually go around it because uh, Lord Nottingham actually lives there. <laughs> or no, uh, Lord uh, Northampton lives there. Uh, but this place was built in like the 1500s, right? You know, it's older than hell. There's a, cast or a, 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 a church just around the corner here that we actually were able to go into. That was built in like, I don't know, 1300 or something like that. It's a really old church. I was going to show that video, but I can't. I can't get it open right now. But you guys get the idea. Uh, we went down. Let's see. We saw Warwick Castle. Well, this is we'll, we're all sort of end this. Um, War. It's, it's pronounced. It's spelled Warwick. War. Warwick Castle. All right. <clears throat> let's see here. Images. Here's. Here's a good picture of it. Yeah. Here we go. Open image and new tab. There we go. Oh, there's all these people playing out here. Yeah. Now this man, this castle is like straight out of, straight out of like Lord of the Rings or, uh, you know, straight out of um, Willow. Right, right. This is this this actually made me think of Willow, probably because the actor in Willow, his name is Warwick. Right, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Anyway, so this this one you could actually go in because I really wanted to take Nurse Chick and go find a, an old, dark, dank castle that you could walk around in. And you can actually go up in these uh, these towers here on the on the right and the left. You could go through that. You could walk the ramparts. Right. It's still standing. It's still it's still functional. And you go on the inside and you could go through all the state rooms and stuff like that. It was being used uh, actually as a place for people to stay. Up until like you know Winston Churchill's day, right, early 1900s and stuff like that. Now it's 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 just a, a park for people to go in, but you can take tours of it. It's amazing, right? They built this thing in like the 1300s, right? Well, this was a, a part of the original um, castle things that that William the Conqueror did in 1066, but they they rebuilt this all into brick in like the 1300s, right? Crazy though, still standing. Still, still standing, still functional, still holding up to this day, right? This stuff was built to last, right? That's the that's the name of this episode. 
Um, but yeah, it's like you you just you don't see you don't see that sort of thing so much uh, in America. Um, now, if you go on the East Coast, you might see some some old stuff, right? I found this last night looking around. There's a uh, son of a gun. Let's see here. White horse. White horse in. The oldest inn in America is called the White Horse Inn, and it's in Rhode Island. Let's see here if we can find it. Yeah, this is it. Uh, let's see. About. Is it about? No. Homepage. Let's see here. Yeah, we'll share this screen here. This here, you see this sort of in America, uh, but mostly like on the East Coast. You don't see this sort of thing like in Colorado. You certainly don't see this sort of thing in Colorado. Let's see here. Share this. Right. So this is the White Horse Tavern in in uh, in Rhode Island. Right. This thing was built in 1673. It's still around, still a functioning tavern. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you don't see that most of, most of the time anymore. You don't see that sort of thing. Oh man, we've got a whole bunch of super chats. <clears throat> let me uh, let me share some of these super chats here. CW with a five dollar super chat. You get you get this one, man. You get this. CW is the man with five dollar super chat. Glad you had a great time overseas. Welcome back to the good side. Yes, Murica, baby, Murica. And Edwin sent a ten dollar. Super sticker, he gets this one. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy definitely fucks with that. $10 super chat. Appreciate or super sticker. Appreciate that. Yeah, so <clears throat> So yeah, there's a lot of, there's older stuff on the East Coast, but but the point is like you just don't see this this st- kind of stuff anymore, right? Dating back to the 1600s, people build stuff. You people that people build stuff today, it's built to be disposable. Um before we get too far into this let's let's get back to some housekeeping here be sure to follow me on social media guy the links the, the links are in the description for that and then also thanks to everybody that sent super chats so far if you guys really want to support the show send super chats that that really supports us probably more than anything else when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so I man, I wanted to show this now too. Let's see here. Uh brick God, this is such a pain in my butt, man. I had this all laid out last night. <laughs> uh let's see here. Yeah, this is this is good enough, right? Maybe, maybe something like this. Yeah. So anyway, I was driving home. Uh, nurse chick and i we got uber from the airport we're driving home and uh oh maybe this is good here yeah yeah this is a good one and and i saw this uh this brick wall this brick retaining wall being made and 
this was like outside of a Starbucks. You know, this wasn't, but it, this is just for a visual, visual reference. But outside of the Starbucks, this new Starbucks that was being built, they're making this brick retaining wall, uh, you know, along the, the back side of it. And I just couldn't help but think like, man, that looks like a pretty solid brick wall. It probably would last a really long time. But we don't build things to last, you know, 800 years, 500 years and stuff anymore. We we build stuff. We put it out here. This guy's putting in all this work for this retaining wall. Someone's going to come along in 20 or 30 years and tear it down. You know, it's like we build things to sort of be disposable nowadays, you know. And so that's I just couldn't help but think that like, man, that's a really nice retaining wall. Someone's going to come by in 20 or 30 years and destroy that thing, you know. No, no one's building that to be around in, in 500 years like they used to. It's it's a shame. <laughs> it's, it's a shame, right? <clears throat> so, and it also, it seems like up to 50, I'm not, I'm not going to share these pictures, right? I had these all up, but you'll get the idea of this, right? Up to 50 years or so ago, things were just made better, right? In general, not just buildings and stuff like that. Refrigerators from the 1970s would last for 50 years and were like super easy to repair. You know, if something went wrong with it, it's just like a like a quick hose repair, right? You just replace the hose and, and it was up and running again. Uh, people have like refrigerators in their garages from the 70s that are still chugging along, right? Uh, modern refrigerators, though, they only last about eight to 10 years if you're lucky, right? <clears throat> Everything's sort of just made to be disposable nowadays. Um, you know, houses now, right? You, like I said, uh, brother Luke's house was built in, in 1750, right? Um, houses now they're made of like super cheap materials. So, so, uh, one thing I learned from Luke's dad, uh, is that Luke's house was, uh, is, it was built on bedrock, right? So they, they didn't have like a, like a poured foundation. They built it. They looked around and built things on the bedrock, right? So it's like a natural foundation. Um, and then they they built everything with like brick and mortar or rocks and mortar, and it's still the original bricks and mortar. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Now things are made out of uh, you know particle board, right? It's super cheap pine, you know, and um, you know houses they're just they're just made out of cheaper materials, right? Probably because of uh, and I and I and I think I have this running hypothesis: modern stuff is built one because it's cheap, but two. Because there's there's stupid shows out there like Trading Spaces, where which gives women all sorts of crazy ideas to remodel houses every few years, right? Which costs a crap load of money if you want to do it right. So then they they cut corners to do it cheaply, which is what they do on Trading Spaces, right? They trade spaces, then they try to do it as cheaply as possible. They renovate rooms. It's like, yeah, because it doesn't matter because everyone that, that moves in the house, they're going to want to make it their own anyway. Right. And so nothing is kept the same. Whereas you, you know, you go out to, to England and these houses are, are, are literally the same, right? They're, the, they're the old brick. No one's painting over the brick to try to, I don't like that color of brick. I'm going to make it my own color. Like no one does that, <laughs> but that's what we do here. You know what I mean? I was thinking about today, like, man, what if I had a, a house built that was made out of brick? And uh, like someone would come by, you know, after I sold the house, they'd come by and paint the brick or something. Right. And it, would, it wouldn't be the original brick color. It would look like crap in a few years. It's just, you know, everyone wants to change things. No one wants to keep things the same. You know, it's interesting. 
you get the idea though, right? So let me squeeze in uh, the commercial for the law of attraction here. Um, so check out the, the practical law of attraction. I'll play a commercial for that. And then we'll, we'll, we'll continue on, on this, this journey on how things suck now and <laughs> how things were built better back in the day. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags and you are frustrated. I get it, brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right. You've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my practical law of attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me. You won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, it's that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. Act now, guys. All right, so back to it. So it just it just seems like everything is built cheaply these days, right? It's it's all built for short-term use and disposability. Uh yeah, Mr. Wrong here. What's up, guy? Says planned obsolescence, right? Things are designed to break, right? Because if you if you have something that lasts, well, you're not buying more of it, are you? But if things are breaking, you have to constantly buy things or at least buy parts for those things, right? Uh, oh, CW disagrees. He says nothing's cheap nowadays. <laughs> Same with Fast Eddie says building materials are not cheap anymore. Right? Yeah, they might be. They might be expensive, but they're made cheaply. You know what I mean? They're 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 not made to last. They're they're really not. Uh, X Runner says. <clears throat> Built to last costs more and is harder to remove. Definitely cannot do a quick, I changed my mind, pastels over beige. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I mean, you see it in everyday products, right? Building Buildings, uh, cars and car parts. Cars used to be a lot easier to repair, right? A car, like a truck from the 70s was easy to get in there. It was easy to replace parts. Now everything's so crammed together in that little spot that, and you have to have specialty tools to do it. And then the parts cost a lot of money and the parts only last so long. It's, you know, it's just, they're just not designed to last, right? Everything's sort of disposable. Um, it seems like 
relationships are not built to last anymore too, right? Hey, that's, we're finally getting to the point. <laughs> we're finally getting to the point of the show. So we have like, we have chemical birth control these days, right? We have, uh, we have, uh, you know, we have other means of birth control that, that have been around for, for, for ages, but it seems like back before chemical birth control, people were a little more, <clears throat> I don't know. Would you say that people were a little more uh, conscious about the, the pregnancy factor? You know, um, it says in, in the rational male, you know, before chemical birth control, men were more sort of uh, focused on the birth control thing. Like they they would actively if they really didn't want to have a kid, they would make sure that they had condoms. And now like women are like, no, 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 trust me. I'm on the birth control. And the guys are like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> sure. I trust you, babe. <laughs> and the next thing you know, she's preggers. Um, but. But really, I mean, the idea with chemical birth control is that we could all just go out and have all this promiscuous sex and not have any consequences with it, right? So that that, that sort of makes uh, relationships uh, disposable. Uh, and then we have dating apps, right? So if your girl's out of pocket, you can just trade her for a different model, right? It's just, it's just easier that way. There's a lot of guys that have that mentality of like never – Never wanting to get into anything serious because it's just easier to trade trade her in when she's when she's not acting right, right? Instead of working on themselves, they're like, ah, I'll just get a new one. <laughs> just get a new girl. There's plenty of girls out there. Uh, and then women are doing the same thing, right? Women are, are just out here just trading guys in for, for new guys, sort of open hypergamy, right? We have open hypergamy these days. Women are just trading up, whatever. Yeah, no one cares about STDs, man. Just put a put a condom on, you're good. No one cares. <laughs> but uh, and then we have the the divorce rate. Divorce rate's been trending upward since 1860. Let me see if I can pull this up. I had this up, man. This is really upsetting me today. All right, let's see here. We have um, we have the divorce rate last uh, 100 years. Let's see here. I had a had a good picture of that graph. Yeah, here we go. This is a good one. Let's open this image in a new tab. We have the divorce rate uh, that's been trending upwards, right? Oh man, this graph doesn't even go back as far as the one I had yesterday, but this it'll 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 do the job. Okay, we have the divorce rate that's been trending upwards. It's actually been trending upwards since uh, 1860. I saw a, a graph. Yesterday, this is actually mild. It was it was way lower. If you go back to 1860, it was like um, two divorces per 1,000 married women, right? And then it's just gone upwards. There was a huge spike after World War II, and then it started dipping back down again here, uh, and then and then the 60s, and then right here after 1960, it shoots upwards, right? That's right around. Right around here, uh, where where it really spikes upwards, that's uh, around the the um, the invention of chemical birth control, guys. There's there's <laughs> there's a direct correlation with with chemical birth control and the rise in divorce rates. All right, which is interesting. But the funny thing is, so if you go back, if you if you guys, I'll let you guys Google this yourselves if you care. If you go back and um, and look at the divorce, the the uh, the longer divorce rate that goes back to 1860s, which which is really funny, is uh, you'll find. Is this going to work? Uh, this isn't going to work. Let's see here. 
HTTPS. Yes. If you go, I found this website, right? Feminism, the first active uh, activities in fe feminism happened in 1840, right? The first women's rights convention happened in 18, 1848, right? It's shortly after the divorce rate just starts steadily going upwards ever since feminism came into America. Them feminists, man. But yeah, I mean, so the divorce rate's been trending upwards. Actually, if you look, go back to the, the other graph, I mean, you'll see that around, like, I think it at its peak was like in 1980. And then it's starting to go back down again, but it's almost like a flat line, right? It's also like, if you look at, at uh, the, the marriage rate, it, it, it matches that. It, it matches that line pretty well, right? Most people, I think, are, are realizing that marriage just isn't a good idea or at least getting the government involved in the relationships isn't a good idea anymore you know what i mean it's just it's like relationships just aren't designed to last anymore but you gotta look you gotta sort of think of it too you know um if if you look at that line uh or that that graph that's sort of our grandparents uh generation typically or as mine anyway uh, well, well they were a little uh, earlier generation than that but even their generation, you know, got divorces and stuff. Uh, and I, I, just, I don't think that they were as happy, you know. And I think uh, there, there's some speculation that a lot of that's because uh, back in the day, back in like the 1800s, before the before 1848, there men and women had they had a partnership, like a true partnership, right? They had gender roles. They needed each other for survival purposes. And now, like, they don't really need each other anymore. So everything's disposable now. Um, guys, check out the beer club. The next meetup here is on the 28th. Uh, it's only 10 bucks a month. It's a good group of guys. You get to join our, our, our private telegram group. And then we, we have monthly meetups. I, I have a guy in the group though, that's from England. And I, I told him before he signed up that, uh, the meetups are at 7 PM Eastern time, which is like midnight, midnight, uh, London time. So if you guys are watching from England, you might not want to join the beer club. You could join the telegram group and, and it's, it's an active group, but the meetups might not be as convenient for you. Just an FYI, as the, as the group grows, I might start doing meetups for, you know, at a, at a more convenient time, like probably in the morning time, I'll be drinking coffee while you guys are drinking beers and stuff. But, um, but right now it, it, you guys might not want to join, you know, but, uh, who knows? Who knows? But it, yeah, no, he ended up joining anyway. So he's in the telegram group, but a lot of guys just don't have a good outlet. They don't have a good outlet where they could hang out with other dudes. So this is a good opportunity for that. And they have coaching available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. There's two tiers available with that. And then if you guys, uh, if you guys just have a question that I can answer in a video, you could sponsor a video with that as well. All right. So how do we get back to having castle-like structures in our relationships, guys. You like that tie-in? Tie into the castles at the beginning. <laughs> How do we get back to having castle-like structures in our relationships? Ones that are meant to last the test of time, right? Is it even possible? Is it even possible anymore? So, Rolo, you you always hear you always hear the 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 adage of um uh was it good times create weak men, weak, weak men create like tough times and then tough times create strong men. 
and uh, strong men create good times, right? Stuff like that. Well, Rolo seems to think that there's that that's not true. He he doesn't think that we're going to go back. We're we're never going to go back to where we were, right? The can you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. We <laughs> right. There's only going forwards from here. Uh, open open hypergamy and, and chemical birth control is not going away. So right. So we have to work with the cards we've been dealt. As a society, um, as a whole, you know, I, I would say that's probably true. It's probably true. I don't, we're never going to go back to like the, uh, you know, the, the, eight, the 1830s when, when people had to stay together, right? It's just, it's just never going back. It's just never going back. <laughs> we have to clean our rooms. That's how, huh? Make your bed in the morning, guys. And that, that's it. That'll solve everything. So I think I think that's probably true. I don't think we are. I don't think uh, I think Rolo's probably right on that. As a, as a whole, we can't. We're never going to go back to that, right? So I always like to say, think globally but act locally, right? Think globally but act locally. We we're we are never going to change everyone. We can only change ourselves, right? So we have to we have to focus on our own relationships. We can't worry about what everyone else is doing. We can only focus on our own relationships and making and doing everything possible to make our relationships as, 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 um, strong as possible. Right. Oh yes. John sent a $10 super chat. Beer club is fire. You get this one. You get this one. I was just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, definitely fucks. Yeah. John's John's at the beer club. He knows what's up. <laughs> Beer club's fun, man. We the last the last three have had a really good turnout. The last one I think went like an hour and a half, two hours or something like that. It was crazy. It was a long time. You know, typically it's like it's only scheduled for an hour, and, and people can come and go as they please. You know, it's like a it's like a bar. <laughs> but yeah, guys stuck around the whole time. We had a good conversation going. All right, so we gotta we gotta think globally and act locally. Worry about our own relationships, right? So what I wrote down here was why did castles last as long as they did? You know, well, they had they had good foundations, didn't they? They had good foundations. Some of them were built on bedrock. Uh, Nottingham Castle. The reason why they built it where that was was because it was up on a hill, and there was a there was a strong um, a strong rock foundation. Although there there was a lot of sandstone there that they dug out into caves, but it was still a very strong, high high level place that you know was was good to build on. They had quality building materials and craftsmanship, right? They, those bricks, <laughs> those bricks are like the best bricks ever because, I mean, I had a guy, the guy that's from London that's in the beer club. He was saying yesterday that there's a there's a parking garage in London where the back wall of it was a, was an original Roman wall, right? The, the Romans knew how to build stuff to, that lasts the test of time. There's still like the Colosseum's still there for crying out loud, right? Um, so they had good building materials and they had good craftsmanship. And then there's also regular maintenance, right? Because you could build that stuff and then just walk away and it would eventually erode away, right? If you, if you paid no attention to it, it would eventually erode away. Um, I have this shirt from Stonehenge. Stonehenge was built, uh, 5,000 years ago and it's still there. I mean, it's giant rocks right <laughs> those those don't just erode away so easily uh but they did walk away from it and uh when they when they uh you know they started really looking into it a lot of the rocks had fallen down 
it wasn't until the 1900s that they they actually put some of the rocks back up to where they they you know they are today you know but they they uh the original ones were all standing up in a circle and a lot of them have fallen down over time because you know <laughs> it's it's just like if you walk away and you don't maintain it like things fall down right so they came back in the 1900s and and then put put some of those stones back up uh but if you wanted those stones to stay up forever, you you have to have people taking care of it, right? Sort of fostering it, making sure that the stones are good, make sure people aren't touching it so the oils in their skins aren't, aren't, aren't eroding it away. Regular maintenance, right? So how can we use this as a lesson in our relationships, right? You got to have a good foundation, right? Just like the castles, right? And I say a good foundation includes properly vetting the women you would consider for an LTR. A lot of guys don't do that. A lot of guys, a girl shows uh, the slightest bit of interest and they're just, they just go all in on her and they start overlooking all of her red flags and stuff like that. You can't do that. If you want a, a good, healthy relationship that will last the test of time, right? You, it, it'll just, it'll eventually, it'll eventually erode. <laughs> if you, if you have the wrong girl, especially a girl with like BPD, and she, you're like, man, but she, man, she fucks so good though. <laughs> like, uh oh, someone's calling me. I might have to wrap this up here. I think uh, work is having a problem if my boss is calling me. So let me just uh, get through this really quick, right? Gotta have a good foundation. Properly vet the women you would consider for an LTR. You have to test for interest and their ability to follow your lead. Um, you have to set the tone and take the lead. I have here. A woman can't follow where a man won't lead. You have to have good quality building materials, okay? And I and I say building materials for a relationship is game and frame. Game and frame, having good game and frame are your quality building materials, okay? You have to have regular maintenance. You have to have regular maintenance. And that I have listed here, you got to date your girl. You have to ABS, always be seducing. Never stop working on your attractiveness, and yeah, you can never stop working on improving yourself. Okay, um, <laughs> crazy is a great fuck usually. Yeah, that, that's true, but that's not good for an LTR necessarily. I mean, you want a girl that that isn't crazy, but also is a good fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Excellent craftsmanship is due to guys taking pride in their work. Yeah. All right. Man, I got to get through this, guys. I think I think there's probably an emergency at work here. Um, so we have uh, relationships, though, are her responsibility at the end of the day because we have Breifolt's Law. Breifolt's Law, pull this up here. Breifolt's Law is uh, the female, not the male, determines all the conditions of the animal family. Where a female can derive, uh, where a female can derive no benefit from association with the male, no such association takes place, and that's true. That's true in our relationships as well, right? If a woman doesn't feel that there's a benefit in the relationship, she's going to leave. She's going to leave, right? So men have a burden of performance. We just do. Ideally, you need to be uh, looking for a woman who puts in just as much, if not more, effort into maintaining the relationship as you, right? If a woman that is genuine, genuinely is getting value out of, out of the relationship, she's going to want to put effort in, right? She's going to want to maintain that relationship. And the more she invests, the more likely she will want to keep the relationship. But at the end of the day, like your only job is to work on yourself, work on yourself, your purpose, 
your attractiveness, always be seducing her <laughs> stuff like always be dating her and stuff like that, but you got to do it for yourself. She'll get value out of that and she'll most likely want to invest. Okay. The thing is though, you can do everything right. And she's st it, it still might end, right? Because sometimes relationships take their course. It, 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 they just do, right? Sometimes relationships just take their course and there's nothing you can really do about it. Um, so I always recommend that guys stay lovingly detached, right? Lovingly saying lovingly detached. I did a whole stream on that, but it keeps you paying attention to her attraction level so that you can adjust what you need to do, right? This is always keeping the, the game and frame in mind. But also, if she does leave, you don't get zeroed out. You know what I mean? All right, guys, I got to wrap up. My boss is calling me. Uh, tune in to Rule Zero tomorrow. I think Cappy's hosting. Uh, he's hosting Rule Zero. And then uh, tune in Monday. My guest is Ryan Fowler. He's uh, His YouTube channel is, is uh, Intermasculine. He's a hypnotist and mindset coach. Fascinating conversation. We talk about the, like the five traumas that we go through and how what he does with with hypnosis can usually solve that for a lot of guys, probably in, in, in just one session. So great conversation. Um, if you guys are finding that you're, you're just not getting the results you, you want in life, uh, that might be an option for you. So tune in Monday for that. Uh, that's all I have, guys. Thank you for everyone that sent super chats today. We'll just go ahead and, and say, uh, make sure to, to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. And then uh, thanks for everybody that started off in the live chat. Drop a comment below. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, guys. List.comeonmanpod.com. You get uh, a PDF with 20 dating app openers, and then I'll send you some free stickers. If you like those designs, they're available at, at merch as well. I have Rule Zero merch there too. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Join the beer club. The next meetup is September 28th, beer.comeonmanpod.com. And then finally, coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. All right, guys, I got to bounce. Thank you so much. And uh, we will see you guys on Rule Zero tomorrow. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.